from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won a thousand dollars. Amazing! Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You know where uh, Blenheim, Ontario, is? Blenheim? Yeah. No. They got a population of like forty-five hundred people. It's like three hours away from where we are. Okay. And there's a forty-year-old named Adrian Olmstead who won. A $70 million Lotto Max jackpot. Oof. You got to get just, out of that small town. He just claimed, but listen to this. He yeah. just claimed it, Yeah. but he won back in, it was a jackpot from like April. Oh, really? Yeah. One of those? Yeah. So it's not that he had the ticket and like he waited this long. Like he had the ticket. He knew he won back in April. Oh. But he took his time because much like... What you've said in the past, Ross. Got to get your fares in order. You got to get everything in order. Have everything lined up. Because most times, as soon as you win a lottery, I assume, people will win the lottery and then they rush to go get their yeah. get their money. Yeah. And you get your picture taken, you get your interview, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But this guy said that he took time before coming forward to claim the ticket because he wanted to ensure he had the best advice on how to handle the money and how it would impact him and his family. I would be his so stressed two, out by the way. during that period. I would be so stressed out during that period. I would ha- I th- I've thought a lot about this. I think that I would have to go and claim it immediately. Why? The, the th- because I would be, I, I could not sit with a winning ticket anywhere. Like I wouldn't go and put it in a bank because then I would just never sleep that it was in a bank and like what happens if something happens to the bank. Yeah. I, 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 if I left the house at any time, I would have to have it on me. But then I'm like, well, what if I get mugged? Well, get in a car accident or, or something like this. What if you I lose it? You reach in your pocket to get something and yeah. it slips out. I would, I would never let the, if, I, if and if it was in the house, no electronics and nothing would be plugged into the house since April when I won because I'd be so afraid that something would catch fire. Like I would be what living, if? I would be living the worst life trying to protect that ticket. So for six months, what if, what if you laminated it? I don't think you're allowed to laminate it. You're not allowed. Not all. No. And also, I, it is such a terrible policy that you have to go and get your picture taken. That you have to I reveal. Mean, you have to reveal them, who right? you are. I don't care. This is why at our home we have a book, a fake book in our den that's hollowed out in the middle. What's the What's the, the name of the fake book? Oh, it's a fake Sherlock Holmes book. Okay, and you open and it's it up. Where? It's in our den at home, and where? you open it up. Which one's the den? Like the office? Well, no, it's the third bedroom that doesn't have a door. It's a okay. den. And, and you what, like just stick it, it on a shelf? No, we turned it into a library, right? No, no, but you put the just like the book on a shelf. It's on a bookshelf, right? And you open it up. It's which hollowed shelf? In Left side, third shelf. Well, okay, you can leave now. (laughs) 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 You just got verbally mugged, bro. (laughs) Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, a lot of brand new music today. Let's get to the new Zane. This song is called Better Already with 1.5 million views on YouTube. So bad that I didn't 
Yeah, probably loves me more than he ever did now Cause I finally got out Yeah, we finally knocked down What do you think of this? I like it a lot it's a really good song, man. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, more new music. So this was debuted yesterday on Kelly Clarkson. So I want to play you the track first, and then I'll okay. tell you who the artist is or who the collaboration is. Okay. So play the track first. into it. I'll tell you, Kygo produced it. Okay, hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay, tell me. I don't know. Play clip number two. Okay. A special message from our friend Vin Diesel, who actually has a new single dropping today. Check this out. Kelly, I am hold so on. What? to be able to debut my music. On your show. Hold on, Fast and the Furious okay. Vin Diesel. Now let's go back and listen to that track again. Oh, I hate it. You know what? I can hear it now. You right? Okay. I don't mind it, dude. I'm telling you right now. Vin, Fast and the Furious, Bro, Diesel. I'm t- right. And not only that, but like his first single, like he hooked up with Kygo, like the production's good. He sounds good. He's I got mean, that. I'm sure there was a lot of work yeah, that went into there. producing that song. You could say that about voice. any artist. Absolutely. There's a lot of work that goes into Vin everybody Diesel? we play. Oh, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> that's why I didn't tell you. I wish people, because you were grooving at the beginning. You're like, man, I don't mind this. I don't mind this. It's got a good. That's why I didn't tell you. because. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We hello? Happy birthday, Leanne. It's Roz and Mocha. Are you serious? For real. Oh, my God. Did you just answer the phone, we hello? Yeah, sorry, I'm French. You know that I do that as a joke? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I do that every time I answer the phone. Oh, my God. That's so great. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. Good. What do you got planned for your special day? Oh, I'm just pulling into work right now, so oh. I have a whole day of work. Hey, uh, your boyfriend Jacob reached out to us and said that uh, you're a big fan of the show and that it's your birthday today, so we wanted to make sure that we called just to wish you a happy birthday and wish you a fantastic day. Thank you so much. I'm a huge fan. And uh, uh, Maury would like to sing you happy birthday in French, apparently. Maury has this fully prepared right now. Yeah, that bon fantastic. <laughs> Bon fada ada. 
dot, dot, dot. Keep going. Oh, Keep going. You, you know, Is there more? You, you know the words. What did I just say? Well, so, 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 okay. So what did you, so you said, say the words again. Bonafada. Right. Bonafada. Right. Yeah. And? Je no, you, you know, you know how happy birthday goes. Yeah, sing in happy English. birthday. Sing happy birthday. That's what I'm singing. No, no, no. Sing happy birthday. In what? In English. <laughs> oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Insert right. name so you, here. So you know all the words. Yes. So now do the words in French. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. Yeah. Bonafada, ada. Bonafada, ada. Je m'appelle. No, Sing happy birthday in English. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Insert name here. Right. Happy birthday to you. It's all happy birthday. So why do you say happy birthday in French twice and then not realize what you have to do? I went happy birthday to you. Yes. Happy birthday to you. Right. Happy birthday, dear. Right, but you, you didn't do the, the, the third happy birthday. No, but the third happy birthday is after I say to you. No, it's not. So here, go again. French. Uh, je m'appelle. No. no. Bon, <laughs> bon, bon fada ada. Bon fada ada. Bon fada a name. Yes. No. Bon fada a je m'appelle. Bon fada a doigt. Hey! How was that? How did he do? That was fantastic. Really? You're going to go oh, with fantastic? Leanne. Leanne. Why are you going to I appreciate the effort. <laughs> what, what was he saying anything correctly in French, by the way? Uh, but the fight was good and je m'appelle was good. Right. So, that's ah, much. But, but, so je, no. But je is not in the song. Yes, it is. It's not, to no. you. No, it's not. No, Happy it's birthday not. to you. What does, what does je m'appelle mean? Je m'appelle means like my name is. Right. My like name is. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, girl. Oh, thank you, guys. I love you guys. Yeah, love you, you too. Gotta. Oh, hey, Leanne, between Roz and Mocha, who's yeah. your favorite? You know what? I thought about it a lot, and honestly, I'm going to have to say Roz. Do I want to know why or no? I just think you give the best advice all the time, and I love listening to you talk and all of your stories and stuff like that. I just always, like, it's always been Roz. It's just like a good thing. Oh, wow. Always been me. I like that. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's, it I don't think I... It like she's, it could have been the accent, what? but it sounded like you said it's always been Roz, thin and crusty. <laughs> I don't think that's what I said. Oh, what do you okay. mean you don't think that's what you said? <laughs> no, that's not what I okay, said. Okay, thank you. said it in French. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Leanne. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Elena, it's Roz and Mocha. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you guys? Real great. Uh, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha FML, Fix My Life. My fiance's sister's wedding was postponed from April to this month. It was originally all on one date, but now it's spread over a weekend. Wow. Due to COVID, she can only have 50 people indoors for her reception. And I said that I would go. I felt obligated since my fiance is going. But the more I think about it, the more I don't know if I'm comfortable going. My spouse and I talked about it and said that we would have to take a COVID test afterwards, especially since he's in the actual wedding party taking photos together without masks, which means we will have to stay home from work and not get paid for those days while we wait for our test results. Should I go or should I stay home? Mm. Hey, Elena. Mm-hmm. Did the conversation come up between you and your fiance? Like, is there an option for, let's say, you not to go? We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, but if he goes and brings anything home, then it's mm-hmm. as if I went to the wedding myself, right? Oh, yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. I will. Ooh, geez. I will say a couple things here. One, um, everything during COVID has put everybody in a position to make tough choices, right? Mm-hmm. And you're now in a position where you're torn between feeling safe 
or feeling that you are unkind. And most young people don't want to ever be perceived as being unkind. That's why so many young people are liberal, because it's a nice thing. They have nice on their side. Nobody wants to seem like they're not nice. And declining a wedding because of your own sort of fears or putting yourself ahead of their big day makes you seem unkind. But I think that COVID is all about making tough decisions. Now, I'll say this. If you tell them you're not going, don't be surprised if they're pissed off. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't Do you think that they would be pissed off? Like knowing the circumstance, knowing that everything that's going on and everyone trying to keep safe and numbers across the country are going up? I think so, because I said I was going to go. Yeah. So that's a seat that someone else could be using. Yeah, they'll sure. be pissed off. They will be. Yeah. And I think that that's OK. And I think that you have to allow them to be to be pissed off. Um, Wait, I, does your fiance even want to go to the wedding? Like if he feels uncomfortable? Not really. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So what happens if he says to, I know it's a sister and everything, but due to the circumstance of COVID and Alana and I are trying to be as safe as possible, um, we can't physically be there, but maybe we can join in on Zoom or FaceTime. Like, would that cause problems? Maybe, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. I think it's important for mom that, that he's there and he's part of a part of it. Uh, and it's, you're seeing that now because a lot of those weddings that were supposed to happen in June, everybody pushed them to late September and October. Yeah. So there, this is the new yeah. wedding season right now. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of weddings going on. But and I, a lot of people, um, you know, the, the numbers for gatherings outside, it went from one number to mm-hmm. an increased number and then back down to a decreased number. Yeah. So all those weddings that were planned that planned for an increase had to decrease now, right? Yeah. And I, I yeah. don't, I think that if you're going to tell them that you don't want to go, I think that you and your fiance have to be a sort of united front. I don't think one of you can go and the other one not go. That sense, mm-hmm. that's too weird. It's weird for both of you. And it really doesn't do what you think it's going to do. It doesn't reduce the risk by 50%. You know, like it doesn't do that. Yeah. You guys are either both going to go together or neither of you should go. And I think that you just lay it out as you guys need to choose we need to make difficult decisions and you're choosing to not go to the wedding uh, for the very fact of COVID-19 and your own safety. You don't have to get into details about, you know, then we got to get a test and what if one of us, yeah, is, I that's think you not should their just problem. Be matter of fact. Just be matter of fact and just say, this is a real tough decision, but it's COVID and we just don't feel comfortable going to the wedding and being indoors with 50 people while everybody's doing pictures without masks on. It's you're just not you're just not comfortable with it. It's the wrong thing to do. You're mm-hmm. making the wrong choice to go to the wedding. And then I think that you allow them to be pissed off and you don't okay. and you don't try and you don't try and make it good. You don't try and over explain your position because your friend is, is mad at you. That's I think where it goes wrong. I think you need to be firm in this. OK, at the end of the day, it's it's all about safety. Right. For both you and your fiance. Absolutely. And well, the one thing that I know just from having talked to a lot of people who have been involved in weddings this fall one way or another. Yeah. uh, I would not be surprised if you're not the first person to say this. Yeah. You're not going to be the only you're not going to be the only one that didn't go because of COVID. Yeah. I just wish I'd said no off the bat. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't, but now you can fix it. The great thing is you can always change your mind. That's why life is awesome. Well, thank you so much. It, may, it seems so clear when you guys say it like that, yeah. so black and white. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just just be firm, though, Don't and don't over-explain. You don't need to do that. You're already telling right. them you're not going. They don't need any more than that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time today, guys. Okay. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening, Alana. Yes, long-time listener, big fan. Oh, oh well, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, no. <laughs> It's funny. I, I was thinking about this, and I'm going to sound like every other person on the internet or on the internet on the radio. How much I love your infectious laugh, Mocha, and 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 Roz. You're you're you stole my heart years ago. Uh, just the way you give advice and how you articulate yourself, Roz, 100. Uh, percent 
Oh, so it's me. It's you. Oh. Yeah, that entire time, Ross had his head lean all the way back and his eyes were closed, waiting for you to say my name. <laughs> it always goes that way. It always does. Alana, we love you. Uh, good luck, okay? All right. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. What we haven't done in like forever. What's that? Shower thoughts. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite thread. One of my favorite threads on Reddit. This is just like the randomness that people write. Uh, it makes sense to them. And it's hilarious for all of us. Those things that you think about when you're just sitting there inside your own head, right? For example, computers are the only thing that freeze as they get hot. <laughs> it doesn't matter how great of a career he makes for himself lawrence fishburne will always be morpheus first really huh yeah saying cookies and milk instead of milk and cookies sounds wrong but saying cookies and cream instead of cream and cookies sounds right oh wow dude you think <laughs> way that's way beyond we often think dogs bark too much while dogs probably think we talk too much. <laughs> you know, he had a good sneeze when you start seeing stars afterwards. <laughs> so true. <laughs> That's like one of them hard sneezes, yes. right? Uh, okay, this one is kind of gross, but pop rocks and spiders probably feel the same in your mouth. Oh. <laughs> I told you. I told you. No, no. That lame joke, I haven't seen you since last year. It's going to be so true. (laughs) When two of your friends meet from different circles, it's like a crossover episode. (laughs) Without a straw, you drink from the top to the bottom. With a straw, you drink from the bottom to the top. Oh, wow, dude. Yes. Letting someone hold your phone when it's unlocked is a whole different level of trust. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Biden's mother is Joe Mama. (laughs) 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 And finally, shower thoughts on Reddit. Your power cable is never long enough until you have to untangle it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm going to show you these pictures. Actually, no. I'm not going to show you the pictures yet. I'm going to tell you a story first, and then I'm going to show you the pictures that go along with the story. Yeah, man. This is out of New York. (laughs) New York City. Okay? At least three MTA employees secretly turned a storage room below one of the platforms at Grand Central Terminal into a private man cave. Yeah. Complete with a futon, TV, (laughs) exercise equipment, a fridge, and beds. According to a report, the workers used the room to, quote, hang out and get drunk and party. Uh The secret lair below track 114 was hidden behind a locked door inside of a larger storage room. Station management told investigators they were not aware the room even physically existed, much less how it was being used. Three employees is listed here as a carpenter foreman, uh, an an electrical foreman, and a wireman have been suspended without pay pending resolution of uh, disciplinary cases. Now, these guys worked overnight, midnight. Uh Their shift was like midnight to 8 a.m., and their gig was to work on train tracks. Right. At Grand Central Station. Yeah. And I know that as part of the investigation, they still say that they're unclear whether they used this while they should have been working. (laughs) Bro, (laughs) look at these these pictures. And listen... 
Yes, uh, the room was not. Looks, the, the room didn't probably did not look the way it does when you see these pictures. Yeah, because of their their skill in in the trades that they're each in. You know, they like they renovated this. it. Like they this did is, this. They put up the drywall. They ran the electrical themselves. No. They hung a flat screen television. Yeah, and when I when I first heard about this, I was just picturing like a gross sort of almost like a kill room. You know what I mean? From like some horror yeah. movie. Like it was just going to be you know gross. But these guys really did it up, and they built secret compartments for the beds to flip out. They got a microwave in there yeah, a mini, on top um, of a fridge. Yeah, they they had everything down there. Like, that's a lot of work. Like, you, this would be on HGTV. Yeah, Like, this, this reno, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> or, like, tiny little house. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> this this is tiny house. <laughs> tiny house. <laughs> Absolutely. Air set up. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But and I've on. seen people live in less on tiny house. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it's really like how you even do like all that. Ran. Like the amount of work that is required to do that. Also, how much do you need to get away from not just your job, right? But your life as well, where you're building a, a man cave underneath a subway station yeah. to avoid what going home probably to avoid there's one your life i read to avoid that work some of these guys were staying quote-unquote late after work yes not going home because they were hanging out in this room yes like you you at that point before you start renovating a bunker so you and your Underneath dudes can hang train out. Station. You need to st- you need to really reevaluate every decision you made in life up to the point of where you thought that was a good idea. Because at that point, I would say most decisions you made in life were probably the wrong ones. They were. There was one article that I read that said that they had like full, uh, maybe not full, but they had like gym equipment in there. They're yeah, working out. Probably just small. a couple dumbbells, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. What I want to know immediately as soon as I read this story, as soon yeah. as I read this story, is I needed to know what they called it. I need to know what name they had for it. You don't think they would have just called it Man Cave? No, no, because nobody calls it, nobody, no self-respecting man ever refers to anything as a Man Cave. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a gross term, uh, Man Cave. I don't know how that even started, oh, Man Cave. Oh, what was the thing? Uh, I, would, another- I would actually like it if everybody just collectively stopped using the term Man Cave. It's awful. On the it's front an awful door, term. apparently they had a sign on the front door. What did it say? Please Not tell like, me they called it something like the Bijou. No, no, uh, no. They didn't know. <laughs> it said like Foreman's office or something like uh, that. So maybe they just called Foreman, it the office. You Foreman go to the manager office? manager office Yeah, or man, something. I'll meet you in the office at four. Something like that, huh? Yeah. No, no girls allowed. Yeah, the he, yeah it's like, it's, what was that thing for the Little Rascals? Was it the He-Man Woman Haters Club? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, what is this new documentary about Joe Exotic? Do we care about this? Oh, oh is it about him in, like, in jail? No, it's a new special called Joe Exotic Before He Was King. Oh. <laughs> Premieres on uh, Investigation Discovery. It tells the lifelong story of what sent Joe down a path to depravity and conspiracy to commit murder. So here, listen to this. This is, well, I don't know, man. People are into this stuff. First part of my childhood on a farm in Garden City, Kansas, I went to a Catholic school and we had white mice 
some, some other animals in the classroom. And during the summertime, the nuns let me bring home the, the white mice for the summer. And I brought home four white mice. And it was time to go back to school. I think I had close to 50 or 60 of them. They multiplied that fast. His relationship with animals as a child may have also been complicated because there are some reports of him harming animals. But there is an even darker secret lurking in Joe's childhood. Uh, I don't know if I care anymore. <laughs> it ju- that show just hit at the right time, though, huh? It was like yeah. right at the beginning of COVID and ever- nobody had anything to do. We all had to stay home. And now you got two. You got this. Uh, Joe Exotic before he was king coming out. You have those two scripted shows, one with Kate McKinnon and one with Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Dancing with the Stars, Carol Baskin. Yeah, you got Dancing with the Stars, Carol Baskin. I know. I don't know if I'm interested in that. I absolutely will watch this. You'll watch this? Well, because I want to know how it all happened. Do you, though? Honestly, do you? I feel as though if I don't watch it, I'll be left with lots of things unanswered. No, no, no. What do you feel that you still need answers for? When how it comes to he, Joe Exotic. How did the, the zoo all become the zoo? How did he get, you know, how did they he love the tigers? They that told you all like that. They told you all that. Background for most of the first the, uh, early episodes. Did, you know, what was his childhood like? Like, what, what was he like as a teenager? Why do you need to know that stuff? You don't care. You're just... No, but if you're giving me the opportunity to watch it, I'll feel weird not watching it. You will, huh? Do you think that... It, do you think? Are you looking to justify anything that Joe did? Like, are you looking to find something that, you know, sort of is his origin story where you can then justify how terrible of a person he is? Oh, is he? <laughs> is he? Oh my God! Are you serious right now? I don't. I just feel as though maybe we maybe there's a lot missing from the story. Right? Dude, you think oh, Joe Exotic is documentary is gonna like exonerate maybe, him? Oh, from we his only think he's a horrible person because of what people told okay, us. Nobody wants to do anything with Joe Exotic that makes him look normal because there's no money in that. Yeah. So I guarantee you. Or is there money in them telling us this is what you didn't know? No. No, yeah, like he's such a nice guy. I was, have you wrote him a letter yet? I'm surprised you haven't written him a letter. You have written him a letter. I knew you wrote him a letter. Why did what did you say in your letter to him? Uh, I could find it for you. No, but what did you, what was the general sort of, I, you know, I hope you're doing well. I hope that you're getting a lot of great meals. You know, I I hope that, you know, people loved the documentary. Did you watch the documentary? Like, of course I did. And I'm an awful person. Yes. Yes, I feel as though period. it was edited to be that way. Oh my God! Wow. wow. So, did he write you back at all? No, no, he didn't write you back. Are you upset about that? Very. Did you tell Matthew that you wrote Joe Exotic a letter? No. Okay. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Carol Baskin from Tiger King Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. doing her thing. Mm-mm-mm. On Dancing with the Stars, not very well, but yeah. So she's gone really now. Now the show can expected. sort of continue on, right? Mm-hmm. That's the deal. And was she brought there? Every season of Dancing with the Stars, there's somebody who they bring in that you're just supposed to laugh at, that you're just supposed to goof on them for because they're, they have no shot at winning, but you just want to watch them fumble around. Carol Baskin was problematic because of the history that she brings to the show. Right. Uh, as opposed to just, you know, some big dumb football player with two left feet, right? She had other problems going into this and controversies. But, uh, but everybody wants to talk to Carol Baskin. Now, do you feel that uh, you were taken seriously, though, on Dancing with the Stars? Or do you know that you were there for, like, you know, to get people to watch and you were a big name, you know, from this year to drive ratings? I got to think that anytime anybody wants to talk to me, and probably including you, it's only Ooh. because of the notoriety from Tiger King and people hoping that they're going to see somebody they can hate because they loved <sighs> hating me so much on that show. 
So I, I have to believe that there's always an element of that. And, you know, I think that the best way for the animal exploiters to silence my message, which is that big cats don't belong in cages, the best way to possibly silence me is to make people hate the messenger. And I think Tiger King did that beyond anybody else's ability to to craft such a false narrative about who and what I am. Hmm. Now, did anyone actually think that she was going to go beyond no, the two weeks? No, 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 was... no, no. It was no. It was her name was there for the press release to drum up viewers in those first couple episodes. Nobody thought that she was going to be. Everybody was shocked that she actually made it past the first week. Yeah, people thought. Yeah, you're right. People thought yeah. that after week one, yeah. she was going to be gone. Week one, she did. Um, I the, I the tiger. tiger. And yeah. Two. She did. Uh, what's up, Pussycat? Or what's new, Pussycat? Yep. What's new, Pussycat? So David Mori, who's talked to Carol Baskin, asked about a potential third song. Like, what would that third song oh, have well, been, would it have been? If she continued. Now, if you were the there for another week, because it seems that you're you were doing all cat songs, do you know what song you would have done next week? I do, and I'm so sad that I didn't get to do it because they were going to make this a tribute to my husband. And I was going to sing the song that we played on a little CD player at our wedding called um, Have I Told You Lately by Rod Stewart. And this was the package where they were going to have my daughter talking and my husband talking. And it was them that wanted me to do the show. And unfortunately, I got canned before they got there 15 minutes. Carol, that's not a cat song. It's not, but I love that song. <laughs> you blew my mind because you did What's New, Pussycat, and then you did The Lion King. Like, you've done all cat songs, and now you're oh, not. Okay. You wouldn't have done a cat song. The world would have been, like, crushed. Or did you <laughs> run out of cat would songs? Have voted me off. <laughs> or did you run out of cat songs? <laughs> oh, no. I have a lot more cat songs up my sleeve. Oh, my God. I know what your next song should have been. I Saw a Tiger by Joe Exotic. Oh, no. Actually, a lot of people have asked whether or not I would dance to any of his songs, and all of his songs were cruel and portrayed just ridiculous conspiracy theories, <laughs> and he didn't write them. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired from Carol Baskin. Yeah, more Damn. serenading Carol Baskin <laughs> with a Joe Exotic track. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. They just released the uh, name of the new Borat movie. You seem highly disappointed. <sighs> okay, so the first one, if you remember, was Borat, Cultural Learnings of America from Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Yes. That was the official title. Borat 2 is called Borat, Gift of Pornographic Monkey to Vice Premier Mikhail Pence to Make Benefit Recently Diminished Nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> Working title or official? Official. Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Does this mean that we're going to have to go through years now of people doing Borat voices again? Because people are going to, our people are going to just start to discover Borat for the first time. Very nice. Very nice. High five. Just like, I feel like we just got over. Never. That we just got over Borat. Never. Because we went straight from Napoleon Dynamite right into Borat. Yeah. We had no rest of people doing... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we had no rest for people doing that voice. But that's hey, you what think I, there's going to be another Napoleon movie now? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, so that's the official title. It's um, it's Borat, Gift of Pornographic Monkey to Vice Premier Mikhail Pence for Make Benefit Recently Diminished Nation of Kazakhstan. That's the title. Fit that onto a poster? I don't know. I don't know. And you need I like five posters for that movie. Yeah, and I, I don't think anybody really knows how 
Mike Pence fits into all of this, but I guess he will. Because if you remember, the premise of this one is that Borat is now in disguise because Borat feels that he's too famous to do something. So it's a Borat movie, but it's instead of just like Sasha Baron Cohen doing disguises, it's Bor it's Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat in disguise. So people don't recognize Jeez. the fact that he's Borat. But he's still got the voice. But he's still got <laughs> but he's still got the voice. So I don't know when it's gonna be released, but that is the uh that's the title for Borat too. Very nice. Well, don't do that. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So the Jays lost their last game of the regular season, 7-5, against Baltimore yesterday. Whatever. Because our first postseason game happens tomorrow against Tampa Bay. So go Jays, go. And over on the uh, football side, you know me, big football guy. Oh, yeah? Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing against the Denver Broncos. Yeah? And because of social distancing and not having fans in the crowds and the pandemic... What Denver decided to do was fill the stands with fans that were all cardboard cutouts of every single person that lives in the town in South Park. <laughs> and it was like 1,500 of these cardboard cutouts. Yeah, I'm sure that went over well. Look at this. With masks on. And Is they that were all real? wearing masks. Yeah, this happened yesterday. You know, like people have had a lot of really great ideas, especially football. Football has seen how basketball did it, how NHL did it. Even wrestling. Even wrestling, how wrestling did it. Yeah. And they did a great job, actually, with, with wrestling. But the idea in baseball with the fake cutout fans that are just the proportions aren't right and then Football using South Park characters, super weird, man. It's super weird. <laughs> really, I'm kind of into this. No, it's so <laughs> stupid. No way, it's man. So dumb. I really no. like this idea of these cardboard cutouts, man. It's, Are you kidding me? No. It just adds like just some fun. No. Football itself is supposed to be fun. You don't need to introduce South Park. God, dude, why do you hate South Park so much? I don't hate South Park. I quite like South Park. I think it's genius. Look at all these pictures, though. But I just think it's dumb to look, populate look a stadium five, with they cardboard filled, cutouts. It was of South five Park sections fans. at the stadium that they filled <laughs> with these so characters. Stupid. With these cardboard cutouts. It's so stupid. Now, are they going to be there like all the time? No, this was just for the one game. Or are they just going to rotate it? Maybe. I don't like, know. Are they we going to see the Golden Girls sitting in the end zone next week? Oh, well, that, that's stupid. No, the entire cast of the Cosby Show. What's that, Maury? The Cosby Show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think of shows that have big casts. <laughs> wow, well, you think Golden Girls and Cosby <laughs> well, Show. Well, you had those together. That's a row, right? Maybe you throw in the cast of Friends. Yeah, because, yeah, and what was the, the entire bring, group from The Office? Yeah, and you get, you get Fat Peter from across the street. <laughs> okay? You can okay. pat out a roll, roll with the okay. Cosby Show. Yeah, you're done. Stop, please. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, David Mori. I knew this was going to happen at some point during COVID. My husband has asked me to start wearing my wedding ring again. Oh, why did have you not been wearing your wedding because ring? I said that the hand sanitizer was ruining the finish. Was it? I don't know. Oh, but well then why, why? I took it off because I assumed it would. Why is your first instinct to always just lie? 
But I would lie if I answered you, right? <laughs> no, but this is what I'm trying to get at. Why is your yeah. first instinct always to just lie? But no, but that wasn't a lie. That was a, like, I guess, a, an educated guess. No, 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 no. I need you to be serious right now. Why is your first instinct to lie? So why did you stop wearing your wedding because ring? Because I was worried that the finish would be ruined on the That's ring. why you stopped wearing your wedding ring. Yes. But then when I stopped wearing the re wedding ring, I was like, hey, this is all right. Okay, so you, now you don't want to put the wedding ring back on. Well, yeah, because last night he was like, I think it's time that we start wearing our rings again. And you said what? Let me think about it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> love, huh? That's what love looks like. Crazy. <laughs> so he hasn't been wearing his wedding ring either. No. So why, why am I in So why, why has he not been wearing his wedding ring? Because I told him that it would ruin the finish. <laughs> oh, God. So you got your, you got your husband... So you guys have just been gallivanting around just playing single in a world where you can't leave the house. Yeah. So you're just single at home. Yeah. <laughs> single with each other at home? Like most times when husbands ditch the wedding ring, it's out in the world where they want to appear single. You're the only person I know who wants to be single at home with their husband. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not wearing a wedding ring. When's the last time you wore it for a full day? Back in February. Really? So before yeah. the pandemic. So before, before COVID. <laughs> so you've been this pre-COVID. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So what was your excuse in February? <laughs> was that not when it started? Okay, March. Okay. Yeah, see? No he can't idea. Even, can't even keep track of his own no, lies. Do you know where the wedding ring is? Uh, in my uh, sock drawer. In your sock. Where's Matthew's wedding ring? His sock drawer. Okay, so they're both just tucked away there. Yeah, yeah, Now, yeah. has life changed at all? Do you guys act differently around each other without your wedding rings on? No, but we purpose, like, I guess if we're doing a photo together, whatever, we hide our hands. But oh. where are you doing photo shoots? <laughs> like, well, like we're posing with our dog together. or for posing, like, you know, together or you whatever. Even when you take a picture. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You don't have to see when we do a photo together. Okay, okay so, so when you guys are like, okay, so when you guys, like, take a selfie, you hide your hands. We hide our hands. So that people don't question anything. Right. Out of sight, out of mind. Why aren't you wearing your ring? You guys are so wild because Nobody's you, you guys that, do everything you can out in public to not let people know that you're married. And that has turned into over COVID that you don't want people to think that you've broken up. God forbid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what love looks like, guys. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Cindy said this, I had my first night terror last night oh. and thought, this is what Mocha must feel like. Because <laughs> as you know, Cindy and everybody else, yeah. I have night terrors constantly and yeah. I, I wake up screaming all the time. Yep. Or yeah. I like do like very loud moans and my wife has to wake me up. Yeah. So what was your That's night terror? What a pleasure you are to live with. I, I had the weirdest dream last night and I know Ron's going to like this story because he hates hearing about dreams, but I, I had... Do. It was a zombie dream, and I was like, it was like the movie I Am Legend in the end when he's, he's locked up in the, his lab, and the zombies were trying to get in, and these, it was like a glass room, zombies were trying to get in, and I think one got in, and I yelled out, no, and I woke up, <laughs> and my, my boyfriend woke up, and he had to, like, hold me to try, like, make me go back to sleep. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like, it freaked me out. And then did you fall back asleep right after? Or like I did. after being cradled by your boyfriend? I did, I think. And I think I started dreaming about zombies again. And I had to stop myself and think, 
to dream about something else because I didn't want to start having so, night terrors again. So I don't I don't remember dreams. It's part of the reason why I hate hearing about other people's dreams. <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember my I dreams. I remember a lot of mine. Uh, let me ask you a question. When you guys dream and you have these sort of night terrors or whatever it is, yeah. when you do fall back to sleep, do you dream about the same thing? And if you do, do you pick up where you were or does it start from the beginning again? No, if I start dreaming, I, it's like a fresh brand new thing. Brand new. Yeah. Okay. I think I almost started dreaming about the same thing. Where I oh, picked, really? Where I picked off. Your yeah, episode continued. Think, <laughs> yeah, but then I, 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 had to, I had to stop myself and be like, no, I don't want to go back there. And I started like just thinking about something else. Interesting. No. When I as soon like yeah. I could I could have a, a night terror. My wife wakes me up, and then as soon as I sh- shut my eyes again, <laughs> yeah. and fall back asleep. And if I start dreaming, it's like it's a new episode, a whole new. You start yeah. like episode wow. two. Do you have like multiple night terrors in a night? Um, Oof. that I don't know. <laughs> no, like you've never That'd woken be- up twice. <laughs> I don't think so. No. No, you know what? Yes, I have actually. You, you have. Yeah, my wife. My, it, but it's never because I wake up screaming. It's always my wife will wake me up and tell me that I'm screaming. Right. <laughs> you know, there was a one time we woke up, right? Yeah. I had a night terror and my wife woke me up. And then um, it was morning. And we were just like laying in bed, whatever. And then I started to drift off to sleep again. Yeah. And it was like a matter of seconds. And you know in your dream how they say like the time in your dream is way slower than time in real life? Sure, yeah. So it was like seconds that I fell asleep and I started screaming again. And my wife woke me up and she's like looking at me and she goes like, seriously? Like like you just was- went to sleep. <laughs> it's, like you, it's like you hit the bed, like you, you hit the bed, your eyes yeah. closed and then you're immediately on the run. Yeah, right? completely. Yeah. My eyes closed and the time span in real life was a matter of seconds. But in my dream, it, it was like oh, minutes yeah. on minutes on minutes. Yeah. Uh, so good. Uh, congratulations on your first night terror, uh, by the way. They're not fun. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not fun. <laughs> Thanks, Cindy. Oh, man. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. See, yesterday, uh, Doug Ford went off on the uh, anti-maskers again. <laughs> so funny, dude. <laughs> so funny. Uh, there's a group out there called Hugs Over Masks, and they've been sharing Doug Ford's phone number, his cell number, with contact tracers to throw the system off. What? Yeah. And um, here's what Doug Ford had to say yesterday. People are, are, are struggling and the PSWs are, are out there uh, working their backs off, putting their lives ahead ahead of their own family and, 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 and putting their community first. And you guys want to go out there and act like a bunch of yahoos? Like, that's being polite. I'm being polite with yahoos. Guys, give your head a shake. We're, we're, we're all in this together. You know, we've been on the phone with the feds. We've been on the phone with the mayors this morning. Everyone's pulling in the same direction. I'm, I'm so proud of how we're moving as a unit. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. We're putting a billion dollars in contact tracing and, and, and testing. We're pouring money, a half a billion dollars into long-term care, 243.7 million into surgeries. And, and you want to pull these stunts? You know, good luck, because I'll tell you one thing, 99% of the population doesn't believe in what you're doing. I believe these are, this Ooh. is the, uh, the same group that also has been organizing some of the rallies yeah. that have been taking place uh, around the province. Well, especially with young people, the the idea, they got it in their head 
was trying to figure out what it is about all the cases of people under 40. Because mm-hmm. you know a lot of them are younger, 20s and this kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that they're looking at COVID almost like it's crabs, not AIDS. Sure. Right? Curable. Yeah. Not going to get, get me. for a little bit. Yeah. Totally I'll stay fine. indoors for like a couple weeks. Yes. It'll clear up and I'm yes, good. Yes, yeah. exactly. Where there, there's no sort of long-term, you know, definitive consequences for mm-hmm. for them. And that's the thing that I, I, I mean, I haven't seen anybody talk about it yet because I guess it's just not known. Yeah. But that long-term effect, like if you are a young person yeah. and you get COVID and you get over it mm-hmm. in like 20 years. Well, you don't know. Right? Yeah. Like, what's that going to do to your system? Even in 10 years. I don't like, know. You don't know. Like, nobody knows. No. Right? No, but and, I'm just, I'm shocked that we haven't done a lot more because I, I, I think Doug Ford's been doing a great job during oh, the vast majority of this, but I think he's really screwing it up now, man. I was just going to say, crabs aren't fun, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to ask. No, no. No, no, we can't. We can't. What? Do you really want to? Do I really want to what? You want to ask? Of course. I'm, I'm, ask who what? How do you not want to ask? <sighs> okay, what happened, Maury? <laughs> I got crabs from a roommate. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you sound like the guy who goes on vacation and comes back with syphilis and goes, from the hot tub, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, hon. I don't know. I don't know how I got... <laughs> no more information. I don't, know, I don't know how I got gonorrhea. I must have been the hot tub. I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe I shared a towel. Like, somebody, like, toweled off and then left the towel. Maybe I used that. I don't know how it, I don't know how it happened. You know, I'm gonna... I'll call... When you go to work, I'll call the... I'll call down to the resort to find out if... Because I can't be the only person... This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you watch The Boys on Amazon? I've still not. Are you kidding me? I know. I know. I know. I know. There's season two now, right? Two, yeah. Did you watch all of season two? Yeah, I got season two early, so I watched all of season two, but they're releasing them because fans are a bit pissed when they started because season one dropped all at once. Uh Uh-huh. And then season two was a, was was week by week, Ooh. and fans were expecting it to drop all at once. And then yeah. the exec producers actually had to come out and say we screwed up when not making it perfectly clear that this was going to be week by week. They're like we oh, were, they we weren't we weren't loud enough with that information, and Hold we're on, sorry. But did they say? So are they saying that they did make it known? Just they just weren't loud enough. Oh. Is what it was. They and like they realized go and, that. Like, do research and find out. Yeah, they because, actually said. Yeah, the, yeah. It like it was. Week? It was there, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't prominent. It right. was. It was just like premiere date, premiere date, premiere date. As opposed, oh. as opposed to episode one like, premiere date, episode one premiere date, yes. episode one. Premiere it wasn't date. like, hey, everybody, FYI. No, no, no. So anyway, so because of the popularity of the boys, the boys. By the way, if you haven't watched it, is God. I don't even. Imagine the Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. Superheroes, but they're all in it for themselves. They're in it for the money. Half of them, I would say maybe even more than half of them, I would say three quarters of them are actually really, really horrific people that just play the part of heroes. Okay. Because of the fame and the notoriety. Yeah. And 
But they actually don't have powers? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. No, they oh, play they the part powers. of heroes, but they're actually oh, terrible people. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They have powers, okay, yeah. but they're awful. Okay, gotcha. And then they just go and stand on a stage, you know, thank you, thank you. I protected you all yeah. from terrorists and everything else. Meanwhile, they're, like, causing all the drama right, in the world. Right, right. They're just awful people. So, anyway, because of the popularity of that show, because it was the most watched show, it had the biggest debut for anything on Amazon. Really? Yeah, they're fast-tracking the spinoff series. And the spinoff series is going to be take, taking place in the College for Superheroes. Oh. So it's going to be the sort of younger generation of soups. Yeah. And the project, written by Boys executive producer Craig Rosenberg, has been in the works for a while, and it's being fast-tracked in light of the success of the original series' second season. Uh, set at America's only college exclusively for young adult superheroes, the Untitled Boys spinoff... Is described as an irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and hormonal boundaries to oh, the test. No, competing for the best contracts in the best cities. Part college show, part Hunger Games, with all the heart, satire, and raunch of the boys. Oh no, <laughs> yo, that's gonna be a hit, bro. Yeah, because part of this show is the reason superheroes show up in these cities. Uh -huh. It's not like they're from there. Like, it's not like in the regular superhero world that we know. Yeah. Superheroes show up in these cities because these cities pay for these superheroes to be there. Oh. Right? They're, they're city contracts. Yeah. And they bid on superheroes that will come and defend their, their city. Like, it's a really wild take on everything, but okay. it is so raunchy and violent and terrible yeah that but you but what you're watching is so familiar because it's people with powers and capes and they can fly and everything so you else. understand it you understand like you get the world but once you're in that world it's really sort of like disjointed yeah and like off-putting okay. but I'm it's, it's wildly entertaining anyway so the the, the boys spinoff is coming and uh, they're gonna fast track it so who knows when that's gonna premiere but it's gonna be awesome this is the Roz and mocha show podcast the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Did you like Justice League? I don't remember what your feelings were on Justice League. There was so much hate towards Justice League. Yeah. I did not watch it at all. You didn't, huh? I didn't. You never saw it. No, because the, the negative attention that movie got so much influenced uh, my decision into not watching it. I may, now that I know this Zack Snyder cut yeah. is happening... I may watch the original first and then dip into the Zack Snyder version. This story changed drastically over the last 24 hours. Oh, no. What happened now? So what we knew is that it was announced that the Zack Snyder cut was not going to be just one movie, but it was going to be four one-hour episodes, basically, on HBO sure. Max. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And they originally said that it was going to be a recut and that there was going to be no reshoots. Oh, okay. And just to recut it and add these special effects, they were looking at HBO Max was looking at uh, twenty to thirty million dollars just for the special effects. Wow. Okay. Now it's reported that the budget to get Zack Snyder's Justice League on HBO Max is upwards of seventy million dollars. Which no. is an incredible amount of money to spend that a movie that has already been released theatrically and failed, basically. I mean, yeah. it, it still made $600 million, but it needed to make close to a billion dollars. Then came word of reshoots because people started to wonder, because he's promising four hours. And they started asking around to people who worked on the movie going, even when Zach was originally there, is it even feasible 
that he shot enough to build four hours of Justice League? Yeah. Was there that many pages in the script? Was there even enough originally there to make a four-hour movie, basically? So now word comes that they're starting reshoots. No. To create the four hours? To create the four hours. And that's where the $70 million comes from. There's reports that Ben Affleck will do it. Gal Gadot's going to do it. Yeah. There's conflicting reports as to whether Henry Cavill's going to do it. He had originally said that he was just going to watch the whole process. But now people are reporting that Henry Cavill is, in fact, going to do these reshoots. What? In order for HBO to turn a profit on this, they need 4.66 million new HBO Max subscribers. Okay, and if they stick around for a month and they've made back their seventy million dollars or however the, ma- however the math works, but Forbes brought this point up with everything that's going on with Justice League, and I want your opinion on this. So they seem to think that this is an insane idea that they would spend Warner and HBO would spend seventy million dollars on a one and done deal. So this is from Forbes. Let me read you this: having a dedicated miniseries for Snyder's vision of these core group of characters could get HBO Max a solid edge in the streaming wars. Zack Snyder has strongly teased that his complete vision exists as a five-movie arc. After the Snyder Cut is transitioned into a miniseries, that still leaves the last two parts of Snyder's Justice League story up for grabs. Pending all the actors agree, Warner Media should jump at the chance on having a potentially two more season arc of Justice League specifically for HBO Max. Now, to put that into context for Marvel fans, imagine if Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. were on a television series as Iron Man and Captain America. So they think now that that is the actual plan is to transition Justice League from theatrical release to exclusively on HBO Max and do more series with the core cast, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, and everybody else, Jason Momoa. So this may become a TV show, is what Forbes is speculating. They got my subscription. Right? I'm down for that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, this Downtown Canada tweet is like still trending like crazy. (laughs) Mentions are just... Out of this world, the retweets, the favorites, the comments. So what happened was there was a a woman, young woman named uh, Teveja. She lives in Connecticut and she saw a picture of somebody standing in Dundas Square, downtown Toronto. And she commented. Big time tourist attraction, by the way. Yes. And she commented, downtown Canada want to be Times Square so bad. And just the fact that she referred to something as downtown Canada, I have never seen somebody get roasted as hard as she did. Yo, Tavasia, what's up? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. Where are you right now? Home in New Haven, Connecticut. So you had commented on a picture of Dundas Square in downtown Toronto, and you had said downtown Canada want to be Times Square so bad. And then you got roasted for that. Like, I don't know when the last time I saw somebody get roasted as hard as you got roasted. How are you feeling after that? I'm literally, like, in shock. I didn't think it would go viral, honestly. Uh, are your mentions still blown up? Yeah, I got them muted right now. I can't even. Like, I can't even right now. I have them muted. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I go and check every once in the blue, though, to see if it's still popping. Yeah. Now, did you come to any sort of realization that there's no downtown Canada? Like, do you understand why you got roasted? I guess. 
but my my like I've already knew that it was never a downtown Canada. Like, of course, obviously, I know it's Toronto, Canada. So, what you were being like ironic? That was like a figure of speech. Like, it was just me being sarcastic with my friend, honestly. But nobody, but nobody ever says like downtown Poland. You know, <laughs> nobody says yeah, or, no, no, nobody yeah, says downtown yeah, Australia like, or down or uh, downtown America. Yeah. Like nobody ever. Who, who, who says but that? You know, if it were to say it, it will probably it will most likely be New York. That's like, you know, everybody knows New York. And you think of America, everybody thinks of New York. Well, that's how I see it. But not one sane human being is ever called New York downtown USA or downtown America. They just wasn't thinking like me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know that there's um, people are like starting to sell merch and stuff like that. Now, have you tried to claim any sort of copyright over downtown Canada? Because you're the one that said it. Yeah. Like people have been telling me like, yeah, I'm going to start selling the shirts if you have, if you are. And I'm just like, how are you going to take my my thing and just go on with it? I got to get into something like I got to get into something. Normally, we sort of feel like USA, USA is, is always a little bit you know better than us and we just always Canada's always had that sort of in, you know inferior thing, but I'll tell you between how COVID's doing down there, and then you got that presidential debate last night, and then you you, you cap it off with you saying downtown Canada and getting roasted for it. We're feeling pretty good today. I'm going to be honest with you. But you know, like besides that, besides that, like besides that, this are universal. Like I've been hearing. You guys are going on your second wave anytime now. Anytime. You, you know? guys you guys haven't even you guys haven't even finished up the first wave yet. Like you guys are still going but up you, in first wave. But you know, where I am, like Connecticut, we're mm. doing actually fine. Like we're we were one of the green states. <laughs> you wear a mask when you go out, like downtown USA, you wear a mask? Yeah. All the time. We can't they're actually starting to find people here now. Like okay, if you, you don't have a mask, you're getting fine. All right. What'd you think of that debate last night? Honestly, if we don't vote, we're we're definitely done for. Like, I might just move to Canada. You're right. <laughs> Downtown Canada. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tavasia, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Have a good one, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, here we go. Mocha. Yes. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Naya Rivera's ex, Ryan Dorsey, um, broke down in a video last night because there was pictures of Ryan, who is now living with Naya Rivera's sister, and there was pictures of them actually holding hands. Hmm. And so he addressed this. It was a long video, um, but this was the one clip where he was talking about their son, Josie, and uh, Naya's sister, uh, Nikayla. And then I have to tell him, oh, she's an angel now, and she's with God, and she's in heaven. And he says, well, I want to go there. How do I get there? I wouldn't wish that upon any of your ears to have to hear that, hear those words come out of the sweetest soul you know. And then going to a funeral, trying to explain that to an innocent child or what a funeral is, and... uh, way before they should ever even have to think about or deal with any of that. And we get through that. And then he asked me if TT can live with us. I want TT to live with us forever. 
because she's now the closest thing that he has to a mom. Oh man. Um, and it's not that it's not as uncommon as you would think in these situations. Hunter Biden, so Joe Biden's son, Hunter, mm-hmm. hooked up with Bo's wife after Bo passed away. Oh, briefly. I didn't know that. Yeah, like it happens. Like this is yeah. because I think it's about shared grief. I don't necessarily think it's like, oh my God, now it's my chance. Yeah. I think it's just when two people are going through something that they experience together that it, it, it sort of it brings you together, especially when, when there's a kid involved. Uh, Hugh Jackman's wife would like people to stop calling him gay. Uh, so this is Deborah Lee uh, Furness, who has been Hugh's wife forever. Like it's they've been together for years and years and years. And I guess because Hugh is a lot of things, action hero, hunk, but he's also like a song and dance man who loves Broadway. Yeah, he can do it all. He can do it all. And 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 as soon as you are that guy, any buddy who runs a tabloid or is digs up dirt for a living will try and pin a gay label on you soon as you're like a broadway guy yeah and it's been going on in hugh jackman's life forever so this is uh hugh's wife deborah lee furness these magazines they're so mean-spirited so mean-spirited so i i hope people don't buy these magazines and realize it's all made up is hugh gay he's been married oh he's been gay so many years. Is I was annoying? gay too. So you know when I did shame? I was gay. Is that? Oh, that was shocked when I got married. How annoying is that? It's just wrong. It's like someone saying to Elton John, he's straight. I'm sure he'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he's not straight. Yeah. So there you go. She's awesome. I Here's like the air. Uh, Chrissy Teigen and uh, John Legend, this is a crushing story. Um, they lost their baby after pregnancy complications. Uh, they said in a joint statement that we are shocked and in the kind of deep pain you only hear about the kind of pain we've never felt before. Uh, we were never able to stop the bleeding because she was on bed rest because she'd been bleeding for a while. Yeah. And uh, they she said in the hospital we, for like a yeah, week or something. Yeah. Like that, they right? said that we weren't able to stop the bleeding and give our baby the fluids he needed despite bags and bags of blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't enough. And they go on to uh, end it by saying, on this uh, of darkest days, we grieve. We will cry our eyes out, but we will hug and love each other harder and get through it. So uh, that is a horrible story for those two people. Um, Where are we here? Uh, Demi Lovato dropped a song and didn't tell anybody that she was going to drop a song yesterday. So this is Still Have Me. And I guess that this is on the heels of the whole breakup with her fiance, which happened earlier in the week and that he didn't know and he found it through the tabloids and he was saying, no, we're still together. And then she, I guess, dumped him formally, whatever the hell was going on with these two. Um, he was like, he's a, he was like a snake and you know, he was like, there's like the bachelor. You know what I mean? He wasn't in it for the right reasons. Yeah, he was in it for he yeah. was only in it for himself. He was in it for the wrong reasons. All so of this stuff. Did she write this song like post breakup, or she had this kind of like in the bag, ready to go, and it just so happens that it's relatable now. Yeah, to her life. I, I don't know. I don't know. But oftentimes, you don't know these days because they people can write a song in twenty four hours, and it's just it sounds professional. It sounds yeah. like they've been working on it for years. Yeah, yeah. And they just drop it. So I don't know. So this is a clip of "Still Have Me." I don't have much, but at least I still have me. Yeah, she wrote this on a Tuesday and it got mixed yesterday. <laughs> yes. So take my faith, believe, I still believe, I still believe, and that's all I need. I like it. Yeah. I don't 
Man. Yeah, I like that song. That's a good one. Uh, Chris Rock will be on Ellen today. They released this clip of Chris talking about what it's like to go to a Dave Chappelle show. Oh, okay. What is this about? Um, there's mushroom tea that is served yeah. there. I mean, like mushrooms, like like hallucinogenic mushrooms. Yeah. See, I was trying to be nice because your show's on in the daytime, but we do lots of drugs. Oh. <laughs> no, come on. Come on. Not the hard stuff. Not uh-huh. the hard stuff. We're like we're like before Coke. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Coke, let's stop. But uh so there's a lot of weed. There's way more weed than anyone should ever have, right? <laughs> and there's here. a lot of mushrooms. And you know, then at some point and Dave's got like a weed mushroom chef. That prepares amazing meals with weed and mushrooms, right? No. So uh, Tiffany Haddish drank the mushroom tea and cut her hair the next day. (laughs) Come on. No way. I don't believe it. I know she likes to act like, ooh, Common told me he loved me with no hair. No, no. It was the mushroom tea talking. No, I don't believe it. You think he's got, Dave Chappelle has mushroom tea at his shows? I believe it. Yes, a thousand percent I believe it. I believe the weed stuff. No, these guys are all into weed mushrooms. They go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of guys from from LA because weird because everybody up here most people I know up here who smoke weed smoke weed and that's really all they do is smoke weed but yeah. everybody who's who lives in California that I know that smokes weed also does mushrooms all the time really yeah all the time it's like week it's like weed is for the weekdays mushrooms for the weekends really absolutely yeah I've never done mushrooms me neither I've never yeah Mar you have you did mushrooms what when did you do mushrooms is this when you had crabs <laughs> <laughs> It was around the same time. <laughs> was it? And yeah. uh, a guy told me that um, he you would kiss You have to listen to the whole show, by the way, to get the crabs joke. But anyway. <laughs> I was told the guy would kiss me if I did mushrooms. So I immediately did the mushrooms. Wait a second. Who told you that they would kiss you? The guy you... I liked me. He's like, I'll kiss you if you do these. So wait, he oh was like my pressuring you into doing yeah. drugs. That was, that was the order. day. That was the time. So what, so what happened? How did you do them? Did you just eat them? Yeah, like you, out of a bag? You chase it with like milk. Right? That's what you do. And then I immediately... What? Yeah, you eat the mushroom. It looks like a mushroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drink uh, some milk, uh, you swig some milk back. Yeah. And then it Why takes milk? Effect. I don't know. I think because the taste is horrible. So milk oh, kind of masks the it? taste. Yeah, yeah. And then I immediately felt oh. like I was sinking into the ground. Right. Like I was stuck. I couldn't move. You were in the sunken place. I was like, you get out. And there, I, this is not a joke. And there's a, a poster from the movie Idle Hands. Okay. And I thought that the poster was coming alive and they were after me from right. the Idle Hands poster. Okay. Did he kiss you or no? No, I never got kissed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got all hard. Uh, hey, if you've been watching The Vow on HBO about the Nexium cult, um, a couple of the, spoiler alert, uh, a couple of the people who were charged at the end of all of that are coming up for sentencing. And um, the Seagram's heiress, Claire Bronfman, uh, was just sentenced yesterday. And she doesn't play a huge role sort of on camera in the docuseries, but she is a huge part of Nexium, the cult that was run by Keith Ranieri. Um, and she pleaded guilty in 2019 to harboring migrants and for unpaid labor services. Um, but she is the billionaire heiress to the Seagram's fortune. And oh, wow. she was the sort of money man behind Keith Raniere and Nexium. And Raniere was charged last year or he was convicted last year of 
uh, human trafficking and concocting this slave and master system within the group and branding women and all oh, of wow. this other stuff. Now, uh, interesting to note that Bronfman, the billionaire, apologized um, for anybody that she hurt. However, she refuses to denounce Keith Ranieri, the guy who led the entire thing and still fully supports him 100%. Still down. Still wow, down. Still down. An Irish court has ruled that Subway bread is not bread. The Irish Supreme Court ruled that it cannot even be defined as bread or an essential food. Under Ireland's Valued Added Tax Act of 1972, it cannot even be defined as a staple food because it contains too much sugar. The Mm. bread sugar content, five times the qualifying limit under the act, uh, means that it falls outside of the legal definition of a staple food. The ruling uh, included uh, white and whole grain bread. So Wait, so is Subway (laughs) bread in Ireland different from Subway bread that we get here? I think that it's just I think that it's just standards like food standards set up by the government of what can huh, qualify and weird. what can't qualify. So I guess it's because it's because of the sugar content. Uh, who I knew? Had no idea. Oh, well, there you go. Huh? Slow news day, huh? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Damn, there's like nothing going on. Um, so Donald Trump and Melania Trump have COVID, and huge. What that means for everything else, I have no idea. I was reading somebody's thread this morning where they said that. They think that this is the perfect opportunity for Trump to just pull a full Trump and back right out of the election altogether. You think so? And so he doesn't have to take the loss. He could, he could just always say, I would have won. Because <laughs> there's one a month and a day, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Until the the actual yeah. election. Yeah. And, and also what winds up happening is that so you then have to... Because how long has he got to stay at home well, in the White House well, for? Two, two weeks? We, two weeks, but I mean, he can say he's too sick to carry on. And yeah, then, true. And then they, 74 and, years old. Yeah, and then they, and then they run, and then they run pants. Uh, but what that does is, it, you know, it would discount all the already mailed-in ballots. Yeah. So they'd have to start the process all over again, and then hopefully they get people to the polls, and hopefully Stocks they get everything are tanking. else. Yeah, everything's tanking. It's, a, it's an absolute They're mess. Just, uh, I think they're, they were supposed to do their second presidential debate next week or no the vp debate next is supposed Wednesday. to happen next week yeah and then the week after that i believe is the second presidential when's debate. the second debate supposed to happen between trump and biden can you find that out for me i thought it was i'm pretty sure it's the week after it's in two weeks yeah which i don't even think that that's gonna happen no, I doubt twitter's it a wild much. place right now though it's you know when you know when somebody is accusing somebody of doing something and while accusing them of doing that thing, they also wind up doing that thing. Like if you're in a movie theater and somebody's talking a little loudly and then somebody gets so pissed off that they wind up screaming, telling somebody to be quiet. Yeah. They they, they wind up doing that thing. Yeah, you're then the loud person. Yeah, there's a lot of people on Twitter today that are, have consistently just called Trump a heartless, unempathetic <laughs> psychopath who are now wishing him dead. Yeah. Like, people are now doing the thing that they accuse him of doing. Like, right. Twitter's a wild place today, man. Uh, October 15th in Miami is the, yeah, is so the next weeks. debate. Two weeks from now, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but so, so I don't know. Uh, there, But there's and some fantastic he... memes of Mike Pence hiding behind things. <laughs> 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 but at the uh, at the debate on Tuesday, like, no, allegedly, I mean, not allegedly, because everybody knows, mm-hmm. uh, who were there, like, people on, on Trump's team 
were just like not wearing masks. They all showed up not wearing masks. Yeah. They were on the plane ride not wearing masks. Well, and Hope Hicks had symptoms. And Hope Hicks had and she traveled with them. Symptoms, yeah. So what that means moving forward, like today is going to be a wild, wild day. Yeah, yeah. And, and everybody's going back to that clip of Trump clowning Biden. Oh, for, this. <laughs> oh I got it. I got it. I, oh, Are I'm you so glad questioning? You no, I think the mask is okay. You have mask. to understand, if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to, but I Just wear masks when needed. When needed, I wear masks. Okay, let me ask. I don't have to, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> the biggest mask I've ever seen. That was seen. three days ago. The biggest mask I've ever <laughs> All right. seen. I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. Oh, oh my God. and Mocha Q&A. Yo, Drew, what up? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good, man. All right. Welcome to the uh, to the podcast. What is your question? I would just like to know, since we've been in a pandemic for the last six or seven months, how did you guys deal with your spouses like being quarantined for, what, five, five six months? Mm-hmm. That goes for all three of you, mm-hmm. even well, more. What's your situation like, Drew? Are you with someone? Oh, yeah, with my fiancé, like... I'm in between houses, so okay. I go from my mom's house to her house, right? Yeah. And I would say last five months, we were quarantined, and, like, there was days where I wanted to kill her, right? <laughs> okay. Love her to death, but it, it was hard, but, like, we we had to go through construction in the house, and we were always on top of each other, yeah. oh, right? Okay. So listening to you guys, I was just wondering how you guys dealt with it. So you guys were going through a renovation during the pandemic? Right, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, that's got to be stressful. I mean, a renovation, living in your home during a renovation period is always extremely stressful. So I can't even imagine what it would be like where you have to also work from home and be in the house with... Uh, with other people yeah yeah it, it was pretty hard and and we have a, a little well it's my stepson right yeah so we're we're, we're trying to balance everything out and it, it was hard at times I'll, I'll be honest yeah right so with our situation here with all of us in this room during the pandemic our building where we do the radio show mm-hmm. they shut it down Right. They locked it down completely like we normally have thousands and thousands of people in the the two towers that our company occupies. So they shut it Mm -hmm. down completely except for the radio station so we could all come in and do the show still from here. Right. So in terms of, you know, working from home or non not working from home, trying to keep everything Mm -hmm. as normal as possible, we were still allowed to come into the building to do the show and we were the only ones. Now, somebody like Dan Mori, whose husband works from home or has been working from home, when you get home during the day, Maury, what was that like? Oh, it's the absolute worst. And he got <laughs> he got noticed yesterday that he'll be working from home until the new like into the new until year. January, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's most people, though. Yeah, but I I was holding hope. I was praying. <laughs> <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. But what made it so so terrible that Matthew was at home? Like, honestly, I liked before when he was at work, I could come home, I had quiet time, I could sure. make a sandwich, whatever I need to do, just quiet, right? When I get right. home now, he wants to talk. 
Right. <laughs> what the hell do I want to Shame talk? on him right. for wanting to talk to his husband. Right. right. I know, but right. 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 <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I, I hear you. I would say that Maury had a lot of routine at home because Maury had the luxury of he finishes this show and he's home some days by like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Matthew yeah. works a full like nine to five and stays late some days. So Maury had yeah. a lot of time by himself at home. Maury had this. Especially that, in front the, of the computer. Especially in front of the computer, brother. You know what we're saying. So, so Maury. Drew really listens to this show. Maury had this, oh, yeah. Maury had this great life where, you know, in the the evening he was married but during the day he was a bachelor Completely. so he could sit yep. around and do anything he could eat terrible food he, he, was, he was like the relationship <laughs> version of a mullet right you know like, <laughs> like business up front party in the back that's what his yep. day that's what his day is like so during the day he was like that back flowing part of the mullet where he could do anything he wanted he was wild and crazy but Matthew got home and he had to cut everything short and be like the respectable part of the mullet yeah. but he also knows what time I get home now yeah, so, so if I'm so, not home at the same time he'll start texting and going, why aren't you home? Why, right. Where are so you? So Maury's routine was most disrupted by the three of us, I would say. Uh, my routine is that we come in here, do the show, then I now, instead of going to ET Canada, I go home and do mm -hmm. ET Canada, and I do all that from home. But when, when you ask, like, how did I deal with my significant other during all of this, uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't deal with Catherine. Catherine has to deal with me. Like, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, like I'm the nightmare. I'm the nightmare. She is the exact opposite of a nightmare she's the dream you you want her in the house because everything just gets sorted and things smell wonderful and she's quiet and and she's just she's great where i'm the person that is you know just i'm so demanding and it's just not fun you demanding yeah yeah no <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> no yeah yeah, yeah. But wait, so, let him finish his list what was next miserable miserable um, but it's just uh yeah it's, it's just not fun so i would think that you would have to ask her how she dealt with me because yeah. her life was disrupted because she normally, because she works from home. Sure. Like, it's the exact opposite of, say, Maury and Matthew. Catherine works yeah. from home most days, unless she's on a shoot, but most days she's there, she's editing, she's doing all that other stuff, and she does that from the office at home. And Rox is at school, so it's like Catherine, the cats, her computer, and endless cups of tea. Aww. And that's that's sort of, that that's her life. And then all of a sudden, Catherine had to try and do all that with a kid home and me home. Yeah. So her life was the most disrupted. But here's the one thing I know about Catherine is that she's such a wonderful person yeah. that if we were to call her and ask her what her life how oh, her life changed. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll tell you why it wouldn't be hilarious, Drew, because she would not say a single bad thing. No, she would say, right. it's so wonderful. I yeah. love having Roz at home. It was amazing having Roxy at home. Yeah. Like, she's just no, such a positive, right. positive Whereas person. Whereas if you called Matthew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I know. And Catherine was actually pretty crushed when Roxy went back to school. Um, See, and my life, Drew, literally did not change, change at yeah. all. Like, prior that to the Amazing. pandemic like Cruz had just started school in September right yeah and right. every single day after the show like up until that point like my wife was a stay-at-home mom so I would finish the show be home anytime between 11 30 and noon and mm -hmm. we would just continue with the day and then the pandemics happened same thing came into work Cruz was home from school and get home between like 11 30 and noon and we just continued with our, our day, mm -hmm. right? Like she was, oh, Jenna wow. was, was getting ready to uh, 
obviously pre-COVID with crews being mm-hmm. in school, Jenna was getting ready to go back to work. Yeah. But then pandemic hit and that not fell to the floor. But my life has literally not changed in my kind of day-to-day. Like the only thing oh. really that's changed is, the, you know, taking crews to and from school mm-hmm. or, you know, <laughs> going to the grocery store, going to the mall, anything like that. Like that's the only thing. <laughs> That's changed because we do everything from home, order all of our, our groceries so, from the computer and gets delivered. So your life, though, when when things do sort of pick up again, you know, after vaccine or New Year or whatever it is, you know, presumably Cruz is going to be out of the house in the mornings again. And if Jenna goes back to work now, you're going to be the one that goes home and is alone all day. Yeah. 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 Possibly in front of a computer. Possibly. You can more cash your passwords. <laughs> Do you know what Matthew did yesterday? What? So I have to take Uh-oh. the dog out. And the new thing now is Matthew wants me to run, take the stairs and run down the hall with the dog so I can get a bit of a run in and use the stairs. What? Exercise? Yeah. And I was walking and he yells from the end of the hall going, I don't see running. No. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> the Portuguese, you know. Yo, you know what's so crazy, too? I can tell you, Drew, because we were talking about this. So, Maury has a computer at home, like his MacBook computer, right? Yeah. That yeah. He does all yeah. of his work and all of his, like, video editing, everything he, he uses at home. So, when Matthew started working from home, Matthew then took over the den, took over that computer, yeah, and is honest. using Maury's computer <laughs> in the office all day yep when matthew's work said to him hey we're ordering all this stuff for people to be able to work from home you can get a chair you can get a mouse you can get a new keyboard you can get a laptop you can get this that and the other right matthew said no i'm good yeah (laughs) update on that yeah update on that Uh, yeah two days ago i was over here because i can overhear every conversation he has with his boss yeah they offered going you know since we're going into the new year do you want us we can package up your computer that's on your desk right now we can ship it to you yeah and you can have your computer at home instead of remoting into that no, I'm good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I opened the door. I opened the door. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so Maury has zero oh. use of his computer that he bought because Matthew's using it. Why haven't you turned oh. that third room in the condo into an office for Matthew yet? What's the point? Yeah. He's in the office using uh, the I know, office. but you both need an office, though. No, I sit at the dining room because I, I have to be there to get him sandwiches at 2 o'clock <laughs> while he's on the Zoom. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew made Maury. Uh, Matthew turned Maury into the uh, into the servant oh since working. I'm his executive assistant. That is so funny, man. Hey, it's Drew, so we appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much. No problem. Are you guys gonna ask me who I like more? Before we wrap things up, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Between Razamoka, who is your favorite? It has hands down, smooth, cool guy. Dude. You didn't, you didn't even get it right. Dude. Smooth, cool dude. You mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry. Smooth, cool dude. You don't have to apologize and then try and get it right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's great. Thanks, man. I appreciate no it. Thank you. Later, sure. man. Later. So this question, actually, it's more of a riddle. It okay. comes to us from Adil. Okay. Pay attention, everybody. Okay. You're in a room right. with two doors right. and two guards. And I'm pretty sure we've done a different variation of this before, yes. but we're going to go through it again, okay? Right. So you're in a room with two doors and two guards, each with one singularity. Okay. One door will kill you, the other won't. Right. One guard will lie, the other will tell the truth. Okay. Even though you can't tell the difference, you can ask only one question to know which is the correct door. Okay. Do you understand this riddle, Maury? 
Well, I understand that there's two doors and two guards, and one of them is not telling the truth, and one of them is lying. Yeah. No, one, and one, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so here's, here's how we're going to do this. Sure? Here's, here's how we're going to do this, because this, this is a classic riddle. Yeah. And here's how we're going to do this. Maury, you are going to be the person that has to ask the question, and you need to talk through your process. Here. Fair enough. Okay. So this is what's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> I need to... Uh, do you need paper and pen? What's that? No, 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 no. Um, yeah, give me... I need a... Uh, hold on a second here. I gotta get prepared. Do you need a door? No. So we're gonna use. <laughs> so we are going to use two pieces of paper. So I'm going to write A on one piece of paper, okay? And I'm going to write B on the other piece of paper. I think now, I know the answer to this question. In, instead we've... of doing this as death or not death. Okay. What we're going to do is behind one of these doors, Maury, is going to be ten dollars. Oh, yo, boys! Dude, okay, dude, I almost swore. Okay, so behind one of these doors uh, yeah. is going to be ten dollars. Yeah. Okay. Mocha and I are the two guards. Okay. Okay. You can only ask one question. There's door A and door B. Yeah. Behind one door. Do I need my glasses? No, behind one door. <laughs> I couldn't. I can't see, see the door. A and the B. How I can't blind see the are A you? And the B. How blind are you that you need your glasses <laughs> see a big ass to door. see a door? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Maury, Maury, here's the thing. Mocha and I are the guards. Yes. Okay. So Mocha is behind one door. Mocha, you can hold that. Okay. okay. I'm behind another door. Right. Okay. So I'm door A. Yes. Mocha is door B. Yes. One of us will always lie. One of you will always lie. One of us will always lie. You get to ask one question to figure out which door the money's behind. Now, when I ask one question, is it to the room? Like, it's like, you know, both of you blah. No. You can ask one of us one question. Okay. And then uh, do I get to keep the $10? If you get if you get it right, yes, absolutely. So one of you is always lying, right? And and then okay. So what's the question? That's the that this is the riddle. Is what is the question to ask? Right. And the person who's lying will lie, and the person who is telling the truth will tell the truth. Right. Okay. Okay. Roz. Yes. Touch your nose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then it's door A. What are you talking about? Because if you're lying, you wouldn't touch your nose. But why would he lie about touching his nose? Why you didn't that ask has nothing... me a question? You just literally told me to touch my nose. You didn't ask me a question. Yeah. No, but if you t- if you were the guy that lies, you would no, then but, touch your ear. No, but you have to ask. You get to ask a question, Maury. More, your job is to find out where the money is yes my okay. plan was is if you were the one that lied and i said Roz, touch you you would lie no, to, you me, have to ask a question bro. and then i well i asked him to touch his nose that's a question you have not? to find out which door the money's behind right so when if if you're the one that's lying and i said touch your nose you're lying to me you would then touch your ear i'll know that it's mocha's door excuse me what do I, okay. Okay. Here's the Listen thing. Listen to okay. me. You, Listen no, no, to no, no, me. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Pause for one second. Pause for one second. The money could behind be behind either of these doors. Right. 
either one of us could be the one that lies. Right. So okay. in theory, if you if this was done properly, when right. I said touch your nose, if you're the one that lied, you would touch your ear. I would know that you're the liar. Therefore, I know that the money is behind Mocha's door. Why would you assume that? Because you touched your nose. But therefore, why wouldn't I? But why wouldn't I have the money behind my door? Well, that's why I, you touched your nose. So I thought that it was your door. But what are you even asking? To touch your nose. But how does that tell you which door it's behind? Because it, then you're the one telling the truth. No, that doesn't make any sense. No. no none whatsoever. Because, right. You, like you, have to, you have to ask one question. <laughs> you have to ask one question that will definitively tell you which door the money's behind. You get to ask one question to one of us, which that will definitively tell you which, which door, door, without question. Okay. Roz? Yes, Maury. Which door has the money behind it? Maury, the door that has the money behind it is door B. See, now I don't know. <laughs> and, you've, and you've already asked your one question. I know, but hold on. I haven't opened a door yet. You, but you don't get to ask another yeah, question. No, but question. I get to open a door. Sure, you can open a door. Right? One door you die. One door there's $10. The stakes, are said, very, the stakes are very high. And you said B. Yes. Which makes me believe that if I, that if, then if you said B. Okay, uh, here's the thing is at this point you can't guess. You have to ask one question that would definitively tell you which door the money's behind. Right, so I'm going to open door B. No, no, no. But based on what though? Because you said B. Yes. And if you're telling the truth or lying, no. But what if you're lying? Do you want to open up door B? Oh, you want to open up door B? Yes. Okay. Bang, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. Th then who's lying? <laughs> I was the liar. <laughs> you're the liar. Bro, if you just said open door, then what's B the damn question? Okay, the, the question is this. Is right? it touch? What's that? I was going to say touch your nose. <laughs> no, it's not touch your nose. It's not touch your Will nose. Will you touch your nose? The question is this, Maury. Okay. I should have said, can you touch your nose? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no Maury, the, the, question, the question is this. No, because then if you said, no, I can't touch my nose. Oh, okay, man. The, the question is this. Ask one of us what the other would say. So, okay, let me, just for funsies. For funsies. Okay. Mocha. Yes. What would Roz say? No. <laughs> okay. You're such a mental okay. patient. Okay. Here's, uh, here's the answer. Yeah. Roz would lie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, that no, works. No, okay, no, no, no. But you still don't know no. which door. <laughs> okay. Oh, my okay. God. Okay, Maury, Maury, the question is this. Oh, I, okay, I, I, the I, question know, I know, I know, I okay. know. Mocha? Yes. Yeah. Which door would Roz tell me to open? No. no. Which door would Roz tell me the money's behind? Oh, door B. But that doesn't tell me anything. Yes, it does. It tells you everything you need to know. Because if Mocha is telling the truth, okay, if Mocha's the liar, right? And you ask Mocha what I would say. Mocha's going to lie and say door, door A. No, door B. Oh, sorry. If I was a liar. Yes. Wait, hold on. So if I said Mocha, which door? So if Mocha is telling the truth, right? Because him saying B, that doesn't tell me anything. Yes, it does. Okay. So if, if you don't know if who's lying or telling the truth, okay? Right. But I will tell you this. I'm the liar, mm -hmm. okay? Mocha's the truth teller. No, I know, but now okay, I'm pretending just, I don't know that. Right. So here's the thing. If you ask Mocha, hey, Mocha, yeah. which door would Roz say has the money behind? Mocha's the truth teller, knows that I'm the liar. So Mocha's going to say, Roz would say door B. 
because he knows I'm the liar. But I don't know that you're the liar. Now, if you ask me this question as the liar... But and, I only get one question. I know, but listen, but if you said, hey, Roz, which door would Mocha say that the money's behind? I know that he t- always tells the truth, but I'm the liar, so I would say Mocha would say door B. So the answer to this question is, whichever they say, A or B, you go to the opposite in every situation. But he said B. Right. So, so what you because do, I'm telling you, do, you that he's a liar. So what you do is you go to the opposite. So I'm opening A. You're opening A. And A well, you is, can't now because you can't dead. now. A is where the money was. Well, yeah, but hold, but, oh, because he's guarding B. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's start. I know more he's rubbing between his eyes. Okay. <laughs> I know we're taking way too long in the podcast for this, but this is very entertaining for me. No, but if, if he's guarding B, yes. that means that he would, if he says B, then it, he would Nobody's guarding anything. Okay. It's just, I'm in front of a door. Mocha's in front of a door. Okay. okay? So you're like, don't, don't worry so about guarding. you're not guarding. dressed as guards. You're like thugs or don't, something. You don't worry. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> we're not guards. We're thugs. Okay. Okay. So Mo- Maury, <laughs> there's money behind one of these doors. Yes. Okay. So you get one question to ask. Right. To, to, to determine No, no, I know that. But okay. my problem is you yes. don't get it. Maury, ask me the question now. Okay. Roz. Yes, sir. Which door would Mocha tell me to open? Mocha would tell you to open B. But what do I do with that info? But now that and now point, ask Mocha the same question. But I only got one no, question. I know, but ask him again right now. I know. He's going to say B. Right. So what do you do? I open A. I know that now. Because we are both always going to say the same door. Right, but but when we played this, I only got one question. Right. So I can only go with what Mocha said, which yes. is when he said but you what, would open B. Right, but what I'm telling you is that if you ask that specific question, mm-hmm. they will both say the same Do door, you know I, and then your job is to just go through the opposite. We will always say the same door. Right, but I don't know that. But you should know that because one of us always lies and one of us always tells the truth. So the door, we we are always going to say the same door. No, but what you're missing is that... <laughs> Shem's leaving the room. Are you out of here, Shem? Have a good day, man. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but what you're missing, the point you're missing is I only can ask one question yes. at that time. Yes. So when Mocha said, Roz would say open B. Right. That is information I know, I, I, because I don't know that you're both going to say the same door. Okay. I don't know that. But Maury, you yes. do know that. How because, do I know that? Because you know that if one of us tells the truth mm-hmm. and one of us always lies, you only need but to ask. But how do ask, I know Mocha would say B? You only need to ask one of us that question right. to determine which door. Right, so I know you would door. say B. No, no, no. You don't need both people to answer. We're Both of us are always going to say the same door. But how do I know that? Because of the question you asked. Yeah. Which door would Roz say to open? Yes. B. But I don't know Mocha would also say B. Yes, you do. How? How do I know that? Because, because if, you would ask Roz which door would Mocha tell No, but I only get through. one question. No, yes. I know. So, okay, Maury. Okay. okay. <laughs> Wait, which? Okay, we may have to do part two on this. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, hold on. So, okay, no. so, so, Mo- because I only got one question. Yes. I asked Mocha which door Roz would say to open, which yes. was B. Right. So but I don't know that Mocha would say to open B. Okay. Because I don't know that Mocha would say that. Okay. Okay. But you know, here's the here's what, the only thing you need to know, okay, is it doesn't matter which one of us you ask. Right. We will always say the same door. And then all you have to do is pick the opposite. 
we will always, it doesn't matter which one of us you ask. But that's ask. information that the person would need to know in advance. No, because what you do know in advance is that one of us lies and one of us tells the truth. Right. So is it based on the door that, so, because Mocha's standing in front of B, that means he would say B? No, not at all. Right. It's so, because Mocha knows that I'm a liar and he knows where the money is. And I know where the money is and I am a liar. So we will always say the same door. Right. Again, didn't know that. But you. Sh but this is, this, this, is, this is what you know based on the question. See, I could have easily have just said, Mocha, if I asked Roz to touch his nose, will he? <laughs> <laughs> Do you still not get it at all? Nope. No. Okay. No, okay. no. The only reason I don't get it is because why would I know? Honestly speaking, why would I know that Mocha would say B? You say that I you know... You don't th know that he would say B. Right. You don't know but that. But you said that I that you both would say the same door. But, but how the hell am I supposed to know that? By the question that you choose to ask. Because when I said Mocha, which door would Roz tell me to open? Mocha says Mo uh, that Roz would say to open B. Right. Mm. But how do I then know if I asked, if I had another question and I asked Mocha that same question? You don't get another question. Right. But how do I know Mocha would say B? I don't know that. Because you, don't you have know. to assume, assume. Aha. Uh -huh. no, Assumption. No, no. Right. Yeah. Because one of us is always telling the truth and one of us is always lying. So, so I have to that, assume that so Mocha told. lying. The mocha, no, the mocha is... And then you go to the opposite door. Right. I have to assume that you would also say B. But but if you ask then the liar mm -hmm. to say what would mocha say... But uh, I can't ask that. No, no, but if you did, yes. I'm going to lie because that's what I do. And yes. I'm going to tell you that mocha would say the wrong door. So therefore, whatever either one of us say is always going to be the same door right. based on that one question. Right. Great. So you always go to the opposite door. Right. I know that now, and okay. I didn't know that going into this, and nor would anyone. I still don't think you do know it. No, but the only thing I don't know is that Mocha, <laughs> that, uh, Mocha would also say B. I deserve the 10 bucks just for this. Okay. No, too no. bad. You're dead. You no, you're dead. you're dead. You went to the wrong door. <laughs> I got 10 bucks right here. <laughs> and you know what the crazy thing is? It said during COVID, I can't spend cash anywhere. Yeah, I know. I know. So I'm probably just going to throw it out, to be honest with you. <laughs> dirty money. Yeah, Behind door money. A or B, where are no, you throwing no, it out? It's, it's dirty, okay. dirty money. Robin dirty money. says here, if your world could only be one color, what would it be? Oh. Aubergine. Pink. Yeah, I have an answer. Yeah. My answer is also pink. Yeah, Why? Pink. I think pink is just, uh, it's a nice color. It's mm -hmm. very vibrant. Um, it's happy. There's no, like, negative kind of vibe to the color pink. Mm -hmm. I know. think that... But good luck finding shoes to go with that. No way, because everything would be pink. Oh, your shoes would be pink. I guess. Oh, so yeah. everything's pink. Yeah. Pink is just such a happy pink color. Pink poo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, no, exactly. no, no, poo would still be brown. Yeah. Now, are we? Now, here's my question. Here's my question. Sure. Would this world, if the world was all going to be one color, uh -huh. would it be as if that world was built out of a single color sort of like Lego block of where everything would be the exact same shade? Or if I said pink, can some things be light pink, dark pink, sort of like oh, that? Different, kind shades, of different of shades of oh, pink. Oh, I think you can have different yeah, shades Yeah, I would pink, say different but shades. But everything would be a version because of pink. Because yes. rain clouds would have to be darker than regular clouds. Well, no, not necessarily. Not if everything is just the exact same. No, you but then... Even, but you wouldn't know the difference because the sky would be pink and the clouds would be pink. You would never see the difference. And like the song Purple Rain would never exist. Right. Um, so... If we're allowed to do shades, then definitely pink, yeah. like a hundred percent pink. And then I you agree. can, so then you would never say other color words. Like you can't say, oh, that is a wonderful green grass. 
first of all, nobody would say that even if the <laughs> world wasn't pink, because nobody talks like that. that Ross, that, that is a that, wonderful green grass that, that you have. That is a wonderful green grass. <laughs> that is a wonderful green grass. Yes, it is. Well, mine's aubergine. What is What's aubergine? aubergine? It is my, like, I fell in love with this color when, do you remember Eaton's? Just the, say what the, the freaking the color is, bro. Store? <laughs> yes, they started using I think you only aubergine. said that color yeah. because you like saying that word. Yeah. No, because I walked in one. I walked exactly. in when they redid the store and I was like, oh my God, what is this color? Okay. And they and told the you sales, aubergine? Aubergine. So okay, then so I, what color is aubergine? It's like a dark purple. Okay, you so want you the world say, to be dark purple? <laughs> why did you just say dark purple? <laughs> because I wanted to say aubergine. But then, then, then you can't get into your lights and darks in your mixes, though, because aubergine is a very specific color. There's no such thing as light aubergine. Well, I, when I answered this in my head, I didn't know we could do all the shades and whatnot. Aubergine. And what? The, what? Give me something in the world that's aubergine, so I would plant. know what. You want the world to be that dark? Well, like I, where everything is just eggplant color? I love that color. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've never met anybody that loves that color. Like, that's your favorite color. Same. What do you own that's aubergine? Like, I like pink. I have a million things that are pink. Sure. Right? What do you own? I own nothing that's aubergine. But how, then what? Then how is that your favorite color? I liked it on the wall once when like, I saw like it. Like, when something's your favorite color, you buy stuff that is your favorite color. I love pink. I bought two giant pink chairs for my living room. Uh, yeah, but I, have, I love pink. I have tons of green stuff because it's not my favorite color, but it makes my eyes pop. I've never seen you wear green <laughs> at all. You had one green and white polo shirt that you would wear like five <laughs> years ago. But other than that, I've never seen you wear green. I think there was, don't you have like a dark green, maybe, or was it a dark brown shirt that had like some darker stripes on it? It was a weirdo, no offense, but just like a weird <laughs> looking shirt. <laughs> No, There's this guy that's who's a real a-hole and fat and no offense, but just like <laughs> you, know, you know what I was talking about? I do, but I also have like Is a that green? No, that was brown, but oh, I have a green see. sweater. <laughs> I've never, never seen, seen you in a and green And I have a green, a green button-up. I've never seen you in a green button-up. Because I don't, don't? Yeah, I just don't know. I don't wear the nice like stuff here. No, like a <laughs> It's like a, like a dress shirt. Oh, no. I've never, I've never, I've never seen no, that. No, I don't, because I don't wear so, the nice so, things here. So you're, you're, why, to work? <laughs> yeah. Or you go home and you put PJs on. Where do you wear the nice stuff then? Like if I have a family to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on here. Okay, so you don't wear the nice stuff to work. No. You don't wear the nice stuff at home, but you'll put something nice on to go and sit in, like, your grandmother's rec room <laughs> and have potato pancakes off a paper plate. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no offense. No offense. <laughs> Mikkel wants to know if uh, we talk after the show, if uh, any of us talk after the show. God, would you? <laughs> <laughs> After no, this, you know what? What's we do left so much say? talking on the show yeah. that we really don't have much to say after. Like we have a, a, a show group chat, mm -hmm. but that group chat is mainly used for, um, hey, did you see this story? Or did you see this story? Or or nonsense? Or it's it's a perfect split of nonsense. Yes, yeah. but there's no hey guys, how you doing stuff in there, oh, right? No, it's either work stuff or just absolute garbage. Yeah, like check out this video I found on World Star. Hundred percent. Yeah, but there's no uh, But do we talk a lot after the show? No. 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 Uh, Giancarlo wants to know if the world banned hats and tight pants, which one of you would be more distraught? Oh, I would say 100% you. If the world banned hats? Mm -hmm. I was going to say you if the no world way. banned tight pants. Nope. 
Because you love I tight pants. I can adapt. I think that if somebody came and took all your hats away yeah. and told you that they that you have no chance of ever wearing a hat again, um, I think that you would take it harder than I would. No, I could adapt. I would just do my hair every day. Oh, BS. BS. 100% you would. No. I know people are saying that it would be me with tight pants, yeah. but I would adapt 100%. Because here's the thing, Roz has worn, you have worn other things at the cottage or what have you. You never not wear hats. No, I've come in here a a few times without wearing a hat. No, but I've done my hair. But hats are just so much like a part of every outfit you have. Like it's from toes to head, right? Where me, I don't care. Like I just, like I have skinny jeans because I just find them more comfortable. But if they didn't exist, I would just find something else that's more comfortable. Sweatpants. Where, where hats are, I would say, are part of your identity. Like they are part of an out, your outfit that you do. And I know that you take, you take way more pride in your hat game than I do in my skinny jean game. <laughs> okay, that's true. Way more pride <laughs> okay, in your hat true, game. that's true, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Leah says here. Could you uh, imagine if somebody had to come to your house and take them all away? You'd be pissed. Oh, I'd be fine. Throwing yeah. hands. You'd be like those guys like who, who think that the government's going to come and take their guns. <laughs> <laughs> Leah says here, my five-year-old son wants to know what your favorite dinosaur is. Interesting question. Dan Moore, do you have a favorite dinosaur? Like what, Tyrannosaurus Rex? Are you asking if that is a dinosaur? <laughs> I'm just saying the one I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you asked that like... Uh, you asked like it was a question. Yeah. <laughs> is Tyrannosaurus Rex Nah, man, that's a breed of dog. Yeah, like just say the one you know. Yeah, dot 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 dinosaurus. Oh, a what? A dinosaurus? Which one's that? Yeah, a dinosaurus. <laughs> I'm sort of more partial to the like big brachiosaurs that are just these massive brontosaurus. Yeah, stuff like that, like the, the 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 veg eaters, the big giant, because they're sort of like gorillas, right? Like they're these big giant vegetarians that are the strongest and the they can just do absolute destruction. Um, but they got the long ass necks. You yeah, look all around. Yeah, but they just eat, sit and eat leaves and stuff like this. Like they they don't go hunting. Um, I kind of like that, and I think that that would be the thing that I would be most blown away by seeing. Like, whenever I think in terms of dinosaurs, I was like, let's just say that they were able to Jurassic Park something, where Hawaii was whatever turned into Jurassic Park, and you could spend $15,000 and go and hang out with, you know, actual dinosaurs. I think that it would be the size, it would be the scale that I would be most impressed with, and I think that stuff like that is, would be, would be, for me, the thing that I would just lose my mind over. In the dinosaur days, did they, did other things exist like squirrels and whatnot well there were smaller dinosaurs sure no but it's like squirrels weren't around or like actual squirrels yeah yeah, yeah. no no oh. no mm. <laughs> like you think like there was like like a dog <laughs> like what did you like i'm trying to think was if it was only dinosaurs or were there dinosaurs but we only focus on the dinosaurs but there was also over Not, there so we, we focus like if we so, look to the left so there's a squirrel doing something with nuts you're wondering if millions and millions of years ago we paid too much attention to t-rex and not enough attention to the shih tzu <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly my question like golden retrievers running around <laughs> but they just made movies on the dinosaurs no, no okay and we'll end on this from nikki love have you ever farted while on air yes 
you, Maury farts in all here the time. like so uh, much. The time. Now, farting in the room or farting on air? There's a difference. Um, I've laughed and farted. Okay, Nikki. Specifically, <laughs> her question is: on Have you ever air. farted while on air? Yeah. Um. You know what? I I've have. laughed. I have. I I've have. laughed so hard a few times where yeah. one uh, would slip out. Yeah. But not to the point where like you'd be able to hear it. Oh, I farted while shifting my weight. Did you yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever when done we it on, on the radio? Yeah, but not loud. No, because no, I would have no, heard it. No, no. Have you done it um, on TV? Have I farted on on like live? Um, no, it's a much shorter time frame. It's only a half hour when I do that show, so I don't need to hold a fart in for as long. I can hold a fart in for thirty minutes. Yeah, I can't. I can't hold a fart you don't feel in. Feel uncomfortable. For, for, no, because no, I I I went through such great training because I <laughs> I. You know, I had like long-term girlfriends from the time I was like twelve. Yeah. Right. So I've been holding farts in around girls my whole life. Right. Like I can really hold a fart, and sometimes like I've held a fart before where I th I felt that it worked its way back into my chest. Well, bubbles in where, your stomach. Yeah. Where I felt it high in my uh. chest, like I thought I was doing some serious damage to myself by not letting a fart out, and then I knew that I was going to do damage to myself when after I was freed that I went to try and fart and nothing came out. Like I actually couldn't get it out, oh, and I had no. to like roll on my back and put my legs up over my head and like lift my bum apart <laughs> to try and get some air in there and to try and like queef it out right yeah. like yeah yeah so so sometimes i'll shift my weight and whatnot but that's why i used to think that farts if you held them in and it bubbles in your stomach it then turns into a burp no no i used to come, get it comes out your ear so <laughs> it's true um i used to get so paranoid whenever pre-pandemic when i'd go for a massage oh that any time, because I don't know why, maybe because my body is just so relaxed yeah. and I could feel it. And during the, the massage, I know that if I just relax a little bit more, it would come out. Really? But yeah. during a massage, I'm always holding it in because... I don't know. Whatever it is that they do to you, I always feel like I'm going to fart. Yeah. I, well, they're pushing it out, right? Yeah. Like they're just doing all the stuff yeah. back there. My my biggest fear while doing the massage thing is, because I've done this, where you fall asleep and you start snoring. That's your biggest fear? Uh, during a massage. Really? You know what? A masseuse told me once yeah. that they actually, and maybe she was just making me feel better about it. Yeah. Because I fall asleep during massages all the time. Okay. And I am notorious for snoring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that they take it as a compliment because at that point you are just so relaxed and it makes them feel good that they're doing their job like really, really, really well. Huh? But, why but would I you, don't know. But do that's... they keep going? I would yeah. just like, do they lighten up the pressure a little bit? Like if you sleep, if you fall asleep, I mean, do I they know. dial I, it back to like 60%? I would, no, but I don't fall asleep for like the entire session. I may fall asleep for like five, 10 minutes and yeah. then wake up again. See, right? I feel that they stop and they just like, you know, start looking at their phone or something because you're sleeping. Well, what's the point? Like, they, like they just sit back in the chair and they just keep their heel on your back. Yeah. It's like they roll and they just around. Go back your, and forth. <laughs> and they're all scrolling through Twitter. Yeah, scrolling through Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, you look at them, they're like, no, this is a new technique. Yeah. No, I'm not a fan of massages. Uh, I don't like them. I don't find Oh, I love them. I miss nah. them so much. No, I find them hurtful. Uh, Every week on Instagram, at Kiss925 is where you'll find Ask Roz and Mocha. Feel free. Ask your question as ridiculous as they may be. Or riddles. We love riddles, too. As yeah. you can tell. I still Moore don't loves. know. Now, can we go? Hold on. What? Okay, go ahead. So, my, my, I'm still really hung up on this. And okay. it's going to bother me all day. Go ahead. Because you said that if I asked both of you, which isn't fair to say, because if you only get one question, how am I supposed to know that if Mocha says that Roz would say to open door... B, how do I know that Mocha's not telling the truth 
And you don't though. Okay, here's the here's the the riddle is this, Maury. The riddle is this. Wait a minute, I think I just pause got for, it. No, pause for one. I guarantee you, you did not. <laughs> uh, pause for pause pause for one pause for one second. The riddle, okay, is not trying to sort of game the system here. The riddle is the goal, which is Maury. Figure out by only being able to ask one question, which door has the money behind it? Okay, so taking everything that you know, which is two doors, $10 behind one, one of us tells the truth, one of us always lies. If you went away long enough, I hope that you would come back with the knowledge of knowing that if you only ask one of us which door the other one would say, and then you choose the opposite, you will always be right. I think the problem is calling it a riddle. It is a riddle. No, it's like... It's exactly a riddle. No, a riddle is like, you know, there's this many horses, how many sticks kind of thing. Like... Six. <laughs> Congratulations. You got ten bucks. <laughs> this has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.